0: Welcome to the Limitless Hairdresser Podcast, where we believe that you deserve to live the life of your dreams, and we are here to help you make that happen. The time is right now for us to break free of conditioned habits that are holding us back from living a life that is abundant and fulfilling. I'm bringing you all of my insight on meditation, mindfulness, and spiritual growth to help you expand your mind and live the dreams that you've always wanted. You'll also be hearing from top leaders in the beauty industry, as well as in the health and wellness fields. These experts are going to be bringing you wisdom to integrate into the Limitless Movement. I'm your host, Kelly Mason, and if you are as excited as I am, plug in your headphones, tune out the outside world, and take this time to nourish your mind, your body, and your soul. Let's get to it. welcome to episode number 31 of the limitless hairdresser podcast i am just thrilled that you're here thank you so much for listening what a journey this has been i cannot believe we're on episode number 31 so magical to know that there's such a big library of content out there now on this podcast alone let alone so many others that have been coming up which is just phenomenal i think that's so cool Talk about being a limitless hairdresser. We now have our own podcast shows. How cool is that? Oh, I love it. And I'm just so happy to be here today because Mish Jolie is our guest today. You may know her as Melted by Mish on Instagram. And I just adore her. Oh my gosh. I We have been having meme conversations after this. <laughs> and yeah, it's just been fun. Um, It's really, truly Such an honor to get to have this platform to be able to connect with so many amazing hairdressers through here and through on our Instagram page. Just you listening right now. I love getting messages from you. I love hearing what you have to say. I love your insight, your perspective, your thoughts, your ideas, your input, whatever it may be. Please keep reaching out. Please keep connecting and communicating with us. It's just what keeps this show going it's what keeps the drive and the motivation going to continue this kind of work continue this kind of collaboration with other artists in our industry as well as in the wellness and the health field that we'll be bringing in and i just i honor you i love you i'm so happy you're here and i'm really really excited for you to be listening to this episode if you clicked on this one you're in for a treat because Mish has so much to talk about, and it is going to light you up. We're going to be talking about today, get this, so many things, I had to make a list. We're going to be talking about the magical benefits of Reiki energy, y'all know that I love that, coping with depression and being in a constantly social environment, I know you can feel us on that one, because we are always engaging with people, Um, new age expectations of hairdressers, oh my gosh, so much, right? Right. And the responsibility to use a platform for good and building a solid foundation for the future of our industry. Deleting comparison by leaning into what our hearts want. Holy cow, this one is packed full. Make sure you stay to the end. One thing I do want to ask you before you hop in and get started with this episode because it's delicious, would you please do me a huge favor and just pause it for a second, take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and post it in your insta stories make sure you tag me tag mish tag limitless hairdresser and let your friends know that you're listening so that they can come listen to we need you to keep this movement moving and you are such an important part of making this all happen and keeping it going so thank you so much for doing that i so appreciate it we'll make sure to repost them because um obviously we love to do that so much fun and Just as always, I want you to know that if you're listening to this and something resonates with you, you have questions about something, please reach out to us. We'd love to connect with you. We'd love to answer your questions. We'd love to have further conversation. So please reach out. Don't be shy. It's all about communicating and connecting and you are important and you're valuable to this whole movement and this whole experience. So when you're ready, plug in. Tune out the outside world, get real deep and connected with yourself and with these words, and enjoy this episode with Mish Jolie. Hello, Mish, and welcome to the Limitless Hairdresser podcast. Thank you for Hi. joining us today.
1: Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Me too.
0: I am just really excited to to talk with you. You're, I love following your adventures and all the things you're always up to. You're very inspiring and exciting artist so I'm super excited about this thank you yeah so for everyone who's listening can you just share with us like where you live and kind of what you're up to right now in your in your life in your hair world what's what's going
1: on sure so uh, I'm a hairstylist in Connecticut I live kind of centrally located where you know Hartford area where the capital is not too far from there Um, right now uh, as you know, in my career, I've just opened my own studio, which is super crazy and exciting. Um, I've been doing hair for eleven years now, and it's just getting better and better. So, I'm I'm doing a lot of stuff right now. Personally, um, I'll be getting married soon. Aww. So, congratulations! Yeah. thank you. That's, That's coming up in in June. So, oh my gosh! Yeah, busy girl. Yep. Lots of stuff going on. Awesome. And then you also are an educator. So you travel and teach. I do. Yep. I travel about once a month right now. um, And I teach for Salt Society. And my next place I'm going, I'll be going to Denver, Colorado next month, which I'm really excited about.
0: Um,
1: And then after that, I have a few more classes planned, and I'll be going to hair camp at the end of April, which I'm, like, unbelievably excited about. That looks
0: so cool. And it just kind of popped up out of nowhere. And I was like, it's in Ohio? Because I live in Michigan.
1: Yeah, Yeah, um, it
0: did kind of pop up out of nowhere. I'm sure that they've been planning it for a long time because as we know, anything that just appears, it didn't really just
1: appear. <laughs> exactly. I've been working yeah. really hard on it.
0: It's so cool. I, that's so exciting. So what will you be teaching there?
1: So I'm going to be teaching um, Welcome to the Dark Side, Brunette Balayage, which is my specialty. I'm like a brunette obsessed person. It's my jam. Um, I'm going to be teaching uh, that class I think there's about four classes total because we're trying to keep the classes as small as possible just for the benefit of all the students and stuff and the campers going. But I am also – I just found out that I'm going to be teaching on main stage as well. So I'm not (gasps) sure exactly what uh, that's going to be, but I want to try to change it up and do something, like, different and cool.
0: That is so
1: exciting. Yes, I'm so excited. I wish I was going. I know
0: everyone's like, are you going to care camp? I'm like, I can't go this time. Yeah. Once you start getting into to your own groove and um, doing so many things, it's like,
1: uh, I want to do all the things. But um, me too. I'm gonna. I want to do like every little thing out there.
0: I know. I'm like, tell me, I want to know this next year because I, I caught onto it a little bit too late to fit it into my schedule. But I'm like, okay, now I'm going to just need to know when it is next year so I can be there. <laughs> yes, definitely. Oh, so cool. Um, Yeah. So you opened a salon. What
1: is your salon called? My salon is called Rock and Soul. So, um, our little, our little tagline is rock your hair, free your soul. We're very into vibes and we're very into like inner beauty and like the deeper kind of soul level beauty. So that's something, that's where the name came from. And we're also like little like boho rockers. So that's our jam.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You guys are so cute. I love your style. And from what I've been able to see inside
1: of your little Insta videos, your
0: salon, it looks really cute.
1: Thanks. It's cute. It's a, it's a little baby tiny space right now. So it's definitely, it's cute. It's cozy. People are liking it so far. Um, and it's just a really great way to like start out, you know? I love it. Did you always want to be a salon owner? Is that something that's been on Um, your radar? No, actually I, I never really wanted to be a salon owner. Um, but something that is really attractive to me is having a private studio. Mm -hmm. So, um, whatever happens down the line, I'm not really sure if it'll be at a salon level, like with a a ton of other people. I like keeping it small and I like having my like intimate one-on-one with my clients. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what will happen from here, but maybe just like a little bit of a bigger space or I don't know. I just, I want to keep it like private and intimate. I love that. It's, Good vibe so far.
0: Yeah, I I'm with you. I have had a big salon and now I'm back just with me and two other people and we have a pretty decent sized space. We have nine hundred square feet, but it's cool. private and I like I like that intimate connection too. It's yeah, good. it's so nice. What kind of um like in your inner beauty kind of work, is there anything that you guys do aside from um, like just traditional hair services? Is there anything that you've integrated in that's that's different?
1: Not yet. Um, one of the things that I'm really interested in is maybe doing like a Reiki one kind of class and, mm-hmm. and doing like a little bit of that here and there. Um, I've been so into that lately. Um, we have crystals everywhere in our little studio. So it's all the vibes. We have essential oils going on. So like we want people to feel that kind of, wellness out of being there and and we're going towards using more natural products just like all the things that are incorporated into just like a healthier natural way of doing hair we've started all that um next step for me i definitely want to do something a little bit more on like the spiritual path so like reiki is kind of calling my name right now yeah so hopefully i could do that soon i love it yeah i i um,
0: got my attunement to one and two um, this last year, and it totally has changed the way that I operate, the presence that I have with my my clients, um, just that deeper connection, and it just if anything makes you more mindful of of the energy that you're giving the other person and in the exchange that's happening within like that space.
1: Yeah. And it's, I like that. Yeah. It's so cool. Like, um, scalp massages are next level. (laughs) See, I'm like craving that. Like, like obviously everybody craves human connection, but like, it's just something that really calls to me and I just want to next level. I want to level up on the connection.
0: Is Reiki something that you've been, been getting done for yourself? Is that how you've kind of been introduced to it?
1: Yeah, actually, I just, so I went for my first Reiki session probably, I want to say, I want to say it was like four months ago. And my experience was insane. It was so amazing I was so nervous when I first went but I, <laughs> I found my my Reiki girl I call her Aww. she's like my little like spiritual group guru um she I found her like on google because I was just I need to just do this and not wait for somebody to like recommend someone mm-hmm. because that wasn't really happening so I just booked an appointment went to her and she just like knew everything about me already <laughs> and she was just like I know why you're here let's do this and it was just great it was Aww. amazing. Yeah, Google has all the answers. Definitely. Just Google it. Yep, (laughs) Anytime someone's
0: like, I don't really know how to do that. I wish I could do that. I was like, Google. Yeah. Google it. You can learn anything now. (laughs) And there's no coincidences. So if you find something that's kind of speaking to you, even though it seems weird because it's on the internet, and you're feeling drawn to it, maybe there's a reason. Yeah,
1: totally. I believe in that, for sure. Awesome.
0: So you've been... Um, I kind of wanted to talk about this and I think this is a perfect like segue um, into like this wellness and being more connected with human beings in general but you know most specifically in a salon environment our clients you've talked a lot about and been opening up to at least on your Instagram about you know your experiences with depression and how that's you know affected your day-to-day life is that something that you feel like um, like the more wellness and being in that environment helps you with that, or what's your Absolutely. experience? Absolutely,
1: I I totally feel like that. I think that's something that has helped me so much. Um, I love opening up about uh, the de- the whole depression thing. I've dealt with it for a very long time, and I feel like it's always been kind of a taboo subject where you don't really talk about it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, especially when I was a teenager, it was kind of like, oh, you don't want to be labeled anything. So don't really tell anyone. (laughs) Exactly. Like you go to therapy or maybe you, you take antidepressants, but like you don't tell people about it. And I think that needs to change. And I feel that it has been. Mm -hmm. And I just, I don't want it to be a negative thing because so many people deal with it. So I decided that, yeah, I'm just going to put it out there and, I've gotten the most amazing uh, direct messages from people saying, oh, my God, it's so great to know that I'm not the only one dealing with this or, oh, my God, like your story kind of motivated me to do X, Y, and Z or whatever. Anything <laughs> that helps other people in that way, I just feel like it's it's totally worth talking about. Um, I've posted it on my Instagram, kind of little by little. I don't really want to... Um, put it out there as like a poor me type thing, but just for, to help other people in any way. um, I really connect with, you know, people who have like anxiety, depression, all that stuff. Um, I just think it's important to talk about and normalize it because it's just, it's so big in our community, especially hairdressers mm-hmm. dealing with um you know we have to put so much into our work and we have to put so much into like taking care of other people that I feel like it's even more important for us to take care of ourselves and to kind of talk about it in our community
0: absolutely isn't so, it interesting um, how many more people like depression is something that sometimes feels lonely and yeah I've dealt with it myself since I mean at age about 13 is yeah. when, you know, it started to be, become recognized by, like, my parents and, you know, people around me are like, oh, okay, this is a thing. But even maybe yeah. beyond that, and um, it was like, shove it down, put on a face, you're fine, you're fine,
1: everything's fine. Yeah. I'm like, okay, okay, you get to a breaking point where you're like, it is not fine. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, <laughs> and it's hard, you don't want to get to that point. Like, imagine yeah. growing up where, you know, your parents, your peers, like, teachers, whoever, we're like, this is just something that a lot of people go through. If you're going through this, it's okay. It's normal. Sometimes yeah. it's for a long time. Sometimes it's just for a little while, but it's okay. Like, imagine like how much better we could have dealt with this like growing up. It's, it's insane. And I hope that like for future generations, that is how it'll be.
0: Me too. And it's, I love that we're having this conversation and it doesn't even feel, because I know how how you're saying, you know, you don't want this to be a pity party, and that's not what it's about. It's it's really just bringing awareness to the surface so that other people who are going through these things, it can almost give you a sense of relief, and you realize that you're not alone because it can be such a lonely experience, um, an isolating experience, and even just having that awareness. I think will help people to just have a little bit more less judgment, I think is a good way to put it. Yeah, Have less judgment on yourself. We've got enough of that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Totally. Um, Even I I feel like the last salon I worked at, it was so open. Like I was very open about it. And that was kind of like one of the first times where I'm like, listen, um, if I seem you know, sad, or if I seem this, I just want to let you guys know, like, and it's not like something that you have to talk about. You have to be like, Oh, just let you know, I suffer from depression. So like, if I seem weird, but like, for me, I just wanted to make other people feel comfortable. Like, listen, like, this is what I deal with sometimes. So if I kind of feel like I seem off, like, just know that it's that like, nothing else is wrong. It's just like something that I deal with. And a lot of people um, at work were so great about it. And they were like, Oh my god, and some people would even tell me, Me too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just such a cool, um, it's, it's more accepted now and it's more talked about and I'm digging it. I love that. And, uh, it's definitely, I feel like me having the platform I have now, why not share something positive and maybe try to help if I can. I mean, I want to do something more than just do amazing hair or like teach people hair, but that is just like the next step to I, I feel like drawn to do something within that realm. I don't know what yet, but I'm clapping.
0: You have like a little audience yes. right now. Yay! Yeah, it's, you know, it, it's such an interesting thing. This, I don't even know how to explain it. The, the, the vortex of the internet, yes. the, the, just the all consuming nature of it. Like it's become integrated into our lives. Like this is a whole new, like we are so shifting into a new paradigm. And I'm I'm sure that you've heard that being thrown around and people yes. saying people saying that like, it's really happening and it's happening because people like you and people like me and conversations like this are happening with no, remorse we're not like oh we're kind of talking about this it's like this is yeah. happening and this is real this is what we we are now going to lay as the foundation for the future and yes it has to be done that way it has to be done with with grace and with um humility and with conviction because nothing that's lasting is going to be built on something shaky. So
1: exactly
0: having these platforms, having a voice, no matter if you have a hundred followers, 50,000 followers, I don't care. You have a, you have a voice now and you have an opportunity. We have an opportunity to be able to speak our truth. And it's hard. It's hard sometimes.
1: Absolutely. I feel like it's almost a responsibility. (laughs) I feel like to, you know, and it doesn't have to be, um, It doesn't have to be, like, specifically, like, a mental illness or, Mm -hmm. you know, something like that. It could be anything that you connect with. I mean, I've seen people have, like, a a huge connection with um, addiction or, like, um, I've seen hairdressers who do hair for, like, homeless and, you know, try to get them going in a positive direction. And anything like that is just everything. I feel like our generation of hairdressers, and I hate using this term, but I love this term at the same time, we're woke. And <laughs> we know what's up. And I yeah. love that about us.
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, Meg Scapani said in our episode of Limitless Hairdresser, she was like, hairdressers are having a moment.
1: Yes. Like we're totally having a, a feel moment. That. I totally, totally feel yeah. that. There's just so much like positive support and that's where, that's where I think this is going. That's where I think that the industry is going. And that's mm-hmm. why I feel like inner beauty and self care. It's going to be, it's going to be more about that.
0: Yeah. Well, it it kind of has to be because with with technology and with all of the disconnect with human um, connection, you know, you take something away, people want it more. And I think that people are just awakening to that fact right now in, in, in our culture and in humanity. They're like, wow, like I really miss having a phone call with someone. I really miss like somebody holding my hand or like being in a situation where you don't, you're not all up in your head. You know, it's kind of like being on a first date and you like want to hold the person's hand next to you like really bad, but you're like so up in your head like questioning everything. (laughs) Like, is my hand sweaty? Are they, do they even like me? Are they looking at me right now? Do I smell bad? Do I have anything in my teeth? Like you're so stuck in your head. You can't even be present to enjoy the moment of that like human
1: connection. Exactly. So basically we're all just on a first date right now. (laughs) Yes. But I think that that's like, I think that, I hope that's where this that everything is going to be going because I feel like we've had been hiding so much behind like the internet and um social media and we've we don't make enough physical like true connections like even you know talking to someone verbally is sometimes weird to me because I'm so used to texting or dms or you know whatever it may be and just more connection is always better. I think. Yeah, absolutely. And even with our clientele
0: at our salons and in our suites or whatever kind of experience you're having, even if you're an educator and you're with a class, like (laughs) the number one thing that people, when I have them fill out a, like a, what are those things called? Like a review thing, like a little, yeah, is I'm like, okay. They're like, I love the color. I love the class. They're like, I want more time to like chat. (laughs) yes and connect
1: like more time Absolutely, just connecting people love that Mm -hmm. people love that like that's one of the things so when I teach classes one of my favorite things to do is sit down and talk before we even get started and don't jump into it right away and I like to explain hey guys this is laid back I'm not gonna stand up here and just spit stuff at you I want you guys to ask as many questions as possible because I'm gonna tailor this class to you guys like Mm -hmm. what you want to learn what you want to do, what questions you have, it doesn't have to be about the exact technique we're doing. Because people want to be heard, I think. Mm-hmm. yeah. And by opening it up, just like, I don't know, I think it's really weird, like you teaching in front of people, and they're just staring at you. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> I like to tell them, spit stuff out at me, ask me questions while I'm working. Like, let's just all be friends. Let's just like have a little mind meld and just like, do the thing, like, Mm. feel free to, to ask me whatever you want. And I like Mm. that a lot better than just having like a very strict class and and teaching it off like a, um, what do you call it? Like an outline. I don't like to do that anymore. Uh, I like the connection that I'm making with these people way better.
0: Yeah. And that's, you know, that's kind of part of this whole shift is breaking down those boundaries and those, um, those walls that we've created between like educator and student and between like brand and like the stylist, like it's, it's, it's becoming more integrated and more of like a a community aspect instead of elitist, like this person's up here and unattainable, like put him on a pedestal. I don't want to be on a pedestal. Mm -mm. I want to (laughs) be hanging out in the party. Like I want to be where the party's at. I don't want to be like by myself over here. Yeah. And I I think that that's kind of like our, our era of this independent hairdresser, independent stylist, like we're owning that power of being like, Hey, we can be, we are just like you. Yeah. And absolutely. You know, owning that power is one of the things that like limitless hairdresser were really striving to do is is give hairdressers the skills and the, f- the foundation and the fundamentals to get past your head and get past your mind of thinking either a I'm not worthy of being in the presence of these people quote unquote or yeah. b I am um you know never going to be good enough or you know getting rid of ego of the old way of being like oh I'm a platform artist I'm this I'm that these are yes. my people
1: and I know I feel like yeah. I feel like you're we're about the same age. So I feel like when I first got into this industry, that's all it was. It was like a face that you saw in a magazine or like maybe you saw them far away up up on stage, like teaching for a brand or, and, but you never got the connection to the person Mm -hmm. really. It was just kind of like their outer, what they put out. Whereas like now I feel like, like even with Instagram stories, like you could see what, You know, your favorite artist is doing on a regular day to day basis or like connecting on live and just answering questions. Like, that's magic, I feel like. That's not how it was when I first came into this industry. It was very intimidating and it was very like this person who was just standing there in like this perfect black outfit with these like nice big heels (laughs) and like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just, it was scary. Yeah. And now it's so much more, um, like accessible, like you said.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I kind of have looked at it both ways as I've dissected all of this, because I really love to indulge in in human behavior and understanding like why people do what they do and, and how we can shift that. And, um, you know, from one perspective, it's hairdressers being like, oh my gosh, this person, they're so high up, I could never talk to them. And the other perspective is, you know, the, the person who is, at that status or at that level, that the perception is that they are unattainable, like they're untouchable. You can't communicate with them, and yeah. you know it. It kind of goes both ways. Like the the hairdresser, us, we, as as people, need to become more empowered to not even have that be a thought process, to not yeah. even be conditioned to think we're unworthy or undeserving to speak or be around people at a certain status like that needs to
1: be healed <laughs> absolutely I completely agree and one of the things I think that happens is the whole uh comparison game mm-hmm. I think that people need to to stop doing that because I don't know I feel like like have you ever really like looked at someone and like wow I really want that life or I really want to be where they, that person is Like instead of comparing yourself to like what they're putting out there, asking yourself, okay, but really what would I ever want to live that lifestyle or would I ever like, what do I really want for myself? Does that even line up? Because we could just delete all that comparison if we just figure out what it is we really want to do with this life and this career that we're given and and not get all caught up in like the glam of it, if that makes sense.
0: Oh, yeah. Call it, like, the should mentality. Like, I should open a salon because that's what yeah. successful people do. I should be, you know, um, being an independent educator because that's what success is. And right. it does, success is not defined by by any, what anyone else is doing. It's only defined by what we believe is our our path and our purpose. And that's it. And if For you sure, can yeah. feel fulfilled in accomplishing that, you know... Like that's where the, the real win is. And um, yeah, I totally, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, so what is what does success look like to you now? Like your your salon owner, your educator? Like does that accomplishing those things make you feel like, like that's it? Or are you kind of like, I want more, I want to grow more? Do you have big, big
1: dreams beyond that? I mean, I'm, I've am i always been the kind of person who I feel like as soon as I accomplish something, I'm like, okay, now what am I going to do? Like, I can't, I'm not the kind of person that is just, like, stagnant. Like, I always need to be working towards something, and that's really important to me, like, just to keep growing in any way I can. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, yeah, like, this whole uh, owning my own studio thing is really It's new and it's challenging and I'm learning so much as I go. So I'm really like immersed in that right now. But I have all, like being a creative person, I mean, you know, because you are too, you have all these ideas that are constantly going on in your head and you're like, ooh, I got to do that though sometime Mm -hmm. and I have to do this and I have to do that. And it's so funny because I just feel like they they keep coming. So I'm like, well, if I don't do them, Hmm. (laughs) like, have you ever read... um, the book Big Magic. I haven't. But that's Elizabeth Gilbert. Elizabeth Gilbert, yeah. So I read it yet. what she talks about, it's it's amazing. What she talks about in that book is like when you get when you're a creative person and you get ideas and you don't take them and you don't like go with them when you when you get these ideas, then they kind of like go to someone else and mm-hmm. someone else does that. So for me, I'm like, oh my God, I have all these things, I need to start doing them. So it's hard for me to stay in still kind of, which is um, which is sometimes like rough because I feel like I never stop. But um, my next thing that I want to do, I wanna be more involved um, in YouTube. Mm-hmm. So that's something, that's, that's one of my goals that I want. I wanna start making videos on YouTube and uh, connecting even more with people so that's going to be something I'll be working on this year, I think. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's so many things that I want to do, but um, definitely, definitely making videos is something I've been very drawn to.
0: What? How do you put all these things through a filter? Like being a creative person and having so much inspired thought. Like sometimes I'm around people who aren't aren't that way. They're a little more pragmatic and a little more like type A. Like everything's yeah. in a little box and I'm over like what about this and we could do that. Oh yeah, that's I have how to I am. hone it in. Yeah. reel it in. What what's like the process you go through to decide what you are going to do because I mean, we all know we can't do everything all at once. So how do you decide right. like oh, this is going to be the next thing or oh, this is going to be the next thing?
1: So, I've recently been very like more attuned with my, um, like my spirit and my thought process. Mm -hmm. If I keep thinking about the same thing over and over and over, it's almost like, I feel like it's the universe telling me you got to do this next. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened with like opening my studio. I just couldn't stop thinking about it. It was just coming like all these little things would just like remind me of it. And that's how I knew I had to do it. Um, and it's the same thing. I mean, I just listened to my what I'm feeling, I guess. I don't, I'm not a very organized person. (laughs) Um, I'm one of those people who like, literally, I'll just have all these crazy thoughts. And sometimes what I'll do is I'll just write them down. And I love making lists. So when I make lists, I feel like it's like your mind's way of just like thinking of the most important things first, and then letting everything else come. So I feel like the things that are on the top of the list are what I really want to do and what I really need to do so I don't know if that makes sense but
0: oh yeah totally it's like getting all of them out and then looking at them yes and then kind of making an assessment from there right when you do that do you feel like sometimes your depression starts to kick in or starts to want to hold you back
1: doing those things? I I do have times like that. Absolutely. Because like the way depression works for me, and I know that everyone's different, but the way it works for me is that it makes me kind of want to just kind of go within myself and not really put things out into the world. Mm -hmm. So it's hard sometimes to jumpstart that creativity once you're kind of in that darker, that darker space. Um, Luckily for me, I've kind of found ways that step me out of it. And by staying busy, that's probably one of the best things um, that helps with that. Like when I'm busy, I don't have time for the depression. Like it doesn't Mm -hmm. creep back in. It's like the downtime for me when I'm like, you know, quiet and alone and I'm dwelling on stuff. That's when, (laughs) that's when it starts to come. But when I keep busy and I keep creating, that's when I'm happiest. And that's like a release for me. And I think it keeps it at bay. But I know like once you're once you're in that space, it's a little bit tough to crawl out. But mm-hmm. um, a lot of things about being creative that it just makes sense for me, like to have those, like since I'm always so, you know, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. It makes sense to have those low moments because mm-hmm. I feel like creative people are so up a lot of the time because we have to be when we're creating. It's just like a full brain constant like it's a Mm -hmm. constant thing but yeah sometimes it gets rough um for sure but I've kind of like learned different ways to pull myself out of it for me yeah
0: I think that you know talking about the these lower moments and like the the darker the darker times you know sometimes they're A blessing but it's hard to look at it that way sometimes when we're not you know maybe at a heightened awareness of that fact but now all of you just heard that so you can't unhear it (laughs) you can't unknow yeah but you know absolutely being creative people we we do we have artistic expression we bear our souls we do things um to get everything all the energy out of us into a manifestation and it's a beautiful thing but when yes. we're not doing that, I can totally relate to you on this aspect. Is when you, I'm not creating, and when I'm not doing things, it, it there's so much um, downtime. There's like a lag where you're now with you, and yeah, um, that's the presence. You know, presence comes in many different forms. When I'm creating art, or I'm doing a photo shoot, or I'm doing a client, my presence is. To serve, and it's to serve this person or this experience with my utmost presence and attention to produce something that's, you know, that's really beautiful. And um, you know, when I'm with my kids, I'm playing this role of mom, or you know, whatever it is. And when we don't have all those things to keep us, quote unquote, busy, our mind's busy and focused attention. Where do we focus our attention on ourselves? and um sometimes that can be hard to be with and i think that's why a lot of people who are creative do suffer from some sort of you know whether that's anxiety or depression or some some sort of um thing like that because when we stop to look at ourselves we're like oh i have to deal with this now i have to deal with me now i have to kind yeah. of kind of see what what things are are gnawing at me and it's easier to not look at them
1: yeah um definitely like i've been like dealing with like self-doubt especially now that i am an educator like if i didn't have it before like wow i really do have it now because i mean sometimes when you go to that place and you're thinking you know why should people want to learn from me like what why what do i have that you know this person doesn't have or you know why do you know why do people like me for why it doesn't make sense but when you're in a positive space, you see more clearly what you offer other people. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing, um, I just wish that, like, we could see ourselves as clearly as other people see us. That mm-hmm. would be, like, the best superpower in the world. Yes. Because I think we would <laughs> suffer a lot less if we, mm-hmm. if we didn't have so much self-doubt. Mm-hmm. That is so
0: true (laughs) yes so true oh my gosh yeah we we're the heart we're our own harsh critic right we are the hardest on ourselves and um yeah lightening that load you know it's it's like a relief it's a release and you know the way that I've been able to to get through and cope with that kind of stuff because I mean trust me trying to roll out a platform that's sharing meditation and mindfulness with hairdressers I was like what the f- am I yeah do? this is scary yeah. yeah because not everyone's open to that oh yeah yeah I've experienced that um <laughs> but it's okay because it's my truth and it's the it's the truth that that has gotten me to a place of not per- not perfection you know perfectly imperfect but a place where I now can sit with myself and look at myself and even if I see things I don't like it's a it's a quicker comeback. And I yes. think that that's kind of the end goal like you know we talk about enlightenment or bliss or all of these things that we're trying to attain um in in the interior of our world and it's not really that we're looking for a high we're looking for a center and we're looking for a peace. And that's the that's that sweet spot that's going to get you to be able to achieve things at a high level and feel fulfilled along the way instead of exhausted. Like, oh, oh my yeah. god, I just did all that. I'm so glad it's done. I mean, I'm happy it's here, but I'm glad it's over. It's like you can get there and be like, yeah, that's
1: cool. And- exactly. You don't want to like, you know, be at this high spot all the time because then you can crash easier. Yeah. I feel like like once you're like busy, busy, busy doing all this stuff, creating all this stuff, and then if you don't have that center and you don't have that like well-being within yourself, it's so much easier to go back down yes. and crash. And it's really
0: easy to get high when you start uh, getting in alignment. Um, but that's how quickly you can get out of alignment because yeah. people start fueling you and... Our ego, like our our makeup of, of our physical self, who we who we attach ourselves to being in, in this world, we have to, I mean, it has to exist, gets yeah. so fueled <laughs> that we get high off of it. And then we start to get inflated and we start to get like this adrenaline rush. Um, that's why I think when people grow too quickly or they achieve things too quickly, they become very down into probably like child actors or things like that, who just get. I know exactly what you with mean. Yeah. All of this pumping. You're, you're amazing. You're the best. Oh my gosh. You're like, you start to be like, I am amazing. I am the best. I am amazing. I am the best, but not from a centered place, from a high place. Yes. And um that it's very dangerous. And uh, I think like going slow and building that solid foundation of, of, of awareness of, that ego and of who your higher self is, your spirit, your soul, is a is a more sustainable way to to grow.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I joke all the time with my friends and um colleagues. I'm like, yeah, I'm a really late bloomer and I have always been a very late bloomer. And I that's something I was always like bummed about because I was always trying hard and I was always working towards the next thing Mm -hmm. but it was almost as if like the universe is like no girl you can't handle this like you gotta go (laughs) slow (laughs) you know what I mean like I've I mean I've been doing hair for over 11 years and I've been you know I'm 32 years old and things are now starting to really come together for me Mm -hmm. and that's okay that's what I feel like it was meant for it was I was meant to to Mm -hmm. work this hard for this long to get what I have now I think Exactly, it's
0: that's the most perfect way to put it. Absolutely, yep. and I think that we're, when you were going through this and you were like maybe trying to achieve things and universe is like no no no, Mish no no no, we're not ready for that yet. <laughs> Would you get a little bit rebellious, like uh, But why? Because I am and da 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 da.
1: And yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I knew Same. that I wanted to be an educator from like day one. I yeah, knew it. Me too. And. I would like go to all these trade shows. I would go to like so many classes and learn as much as I possibly could. And I would look at these people and be like, this is what I'm meant to be. And I know that within myself so much that that's what I'm meant to do. But I was doing hair for, I don't know, eight, nine years before I even touched on that Mm -hmm. at all. So like, yeah, I was totally getting rebellious. And I was like, when is my time coming? Like, when am I meant to do the things that I think in my head I'm supposed to be doing? But it just all happens to different people at different times. And yeah. now that I feel like I'm at this point, I can look back and say, that's why this happened. Yeah. That's why this happened. <laughs> and, it, and it's so cool to see it, to see that my story in the past And looking back on it and seeing like, "Mm, okay, that's exactly why I had to wait. Yeah. It makes so much sense. It's the resistance.
0: Once we can, you know, surrender sounds like a weak word. And this this has been a lesson that I had to learn along my own personal journey is like surrender is not a bad word. Surrendering isn't giving up. Surrendering is giving up to the presence, giving up to the flow, giving up to – the moment instead of being so resistant to every moment, it's you know that resistance is what keeps shoving us back and contracting. And when we can say, I'm happy right now, where I am and how I am, and this is enough, and I'm enough, things start to unfold. Absolutely, it's, it's so magical and it's very hard to put into words to explain to people because when you're in it and you want it so bad, you're like, but why? I'm trying so hard. And it's like, it's the trying. Not, yeah, it's the trying. It's the, you got to stop and trying. When it, exactly, just do.
1: Yoda, just the, do. Just the, <laughs> yes, exactly. And one of the things that I learned recently, and this is something that um, my, my Reiki girl, she kept saying to me over and over, the word you have to focus on is trust. Mm-hmm. You have to trust that the opportunities are coming your way, that mm-hmm. the universe has this plan for you and that everything is going to be okay because I'm a worrier. Yeah. That's where a lot of my stress comes from and that's where a lot of my anxiety comes from. I feel like I always have to like have a plan or like have a, a an action that I'm moving towards instead of just sitting back and being, you know, trusting that everything is going to happen the way it's supposed to happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it can be hard because when we're goal-oriented people, we want control. We yep. want to control how it's going to happen and when it's going to happen and the way it's going to happen instead of being like, here's what I want, here's a rough outline of how I'm going to get there, and I'm giving it
1: up. Let's yep. go. And I'm that going to is, enjoy it. <laughs> that's the secret. Yes, it is. <laughs> Literally. It is. It's
0: it's it's a, it's a secret that's not really a secret. It's like the most simple thing ever, and and that's letting go of the thought process that we are in control because as soon as we start trying to control every single situation we'll feel resistance because we all know something will not go according to plan on that journey and it's how are you going to react to a hiccup how are you going to handle something not so ideal how are you going to allow that to affect you um, one of the most important things that I've learned on, on my spiritual journey from my um, meditation teacher was your mind is a terrible master and an excellent servant. Wow. Yeah, because our mind, I that. if we let our mind be the one who's driving the bus, our ego is in control, it, we're going to crash. We're never going to get there. We're never going to feel fulfilled but if we can retrain our minds, reprogram our minds to be from a state of surrender and a state of love, coming from that higher place of 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 something beyond us, we can get it to do some really amazing things, like have this conversation or yeah, you know, absolutely have things that are more enlightened happen to us, have things that are more meaningful and purposeful happen within our worlds.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. That's when it comes is, is when you, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but for me, I've tried to do things and they failed. Mm-hmm. And from those failures come different things that actually ended up being way better for me. Mm-hmm. And that's like crazy because imagine if we just got everything that we, we we tried for or everything that we wanted right away, we would never learn or we would never be directed towards the path that we were really supposed to go yes and that is which just blows my mind (laughs) it is I know it's like yeah (sighs) it's crazy and you don't I feel like like when I was younger I did not get this I was not woke well it's not what uh, we want to hear right we're like failing and we're like
0: poor me I can't do it I failed my salon didn't work out (laughs) how come it's not happening for me like we live in that and we like that's what we know and so that's what gets comfortable If you break that apart and somebody comes along and tells you, that's why I think mentoring is so important and having someone who can help you see what you can't see around you, even if it's not what you want to hear. I can't tell you how many times I've worked with mentors or coaches or teachers and I'm like, I freaking hate you. I'm firing you. You're done. No, no more. Yeah. Because my ego is being like, ouch, we don't like that. That hurts us. And then when you can remove yourself from it and go, Huh. Can't even believe that that's right.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I like I always think like, "Oh my god, I wish I had somebody that taught me this lesson instead of just having to go through and learn it myself." But I guess that's how the world works. You just have to you learn what you learn on your own and if you're lucky enough to have a mentor who works with you and guides you, then that's amazing. But um I feel like I learned a lot of those like hard lessons on my own. So God, me that's too. why <laughs> that's my
0: karma playing out in this lifetime. But yep. I finally think I've got a little bit of a handle on it.
1: <laughs> same, same. I'm getting there. I'm, I feel it. Yeah. And you
0: know, it's, there's no one right or wrong way to experience this life. And some people are going to like be wise in the beginning and have a different kind of experience but you know, everybody is human. We're all gonna have to overcome some sort of obstacle. To you know, it, like you said, it wouldn't be worth it if everything right. was just handed to you. And that goes exactly. the same with um, overcoming our mind. Like we we've got to learn some hard lessons. But it, it's if you learn the lessons, is the point. You know, right? Going right. through through something over and over and over again. Have you watched the show Russian Doll? no i haven't okay. seen it you totally have to watch it it's on netflix everyone okay. who's listening totally watch it so good um she keeps going over and over the same experience every single day but she keeps dying so she like dies it's kind of like a dark comedy she keeps yeah. like, reliving the same day because she's supposed to be learning some sort of lesson but she keeps being so resistant to the universe trying to control it and trying to like come up with plans to like manipulate the situation to like not yes. die and then finally, when she just realizes that she's got to surrender and just um, let go, release, uh, you know, let go of judgment, let go of fear, uh, deal with her past trauma, all of a sudden, like, the whole world unfolds. And she's like, in an instant, everything changes, right?
1: In an instant. That's, and that's exactly how it happens. And I've experienced this. I was so resistant and I was like trying and trying and trying to do all these things. And the moment I just let it go, all these other things started happening that were positive and were, it was actually what I wanted, but just me not trying to get it, yeah. Yeah. which was crazy. Cause I'm like, <laughs> wow, the, now that I'm not trying, this is when I get it. It's crazy. <laughs> I know it's so funny. I have to watch that because I can relate to that so oh, much
0: it's good and it has the girl from Orange is the New Black she's got like the red kind of
1: frizzy Ooh, hair I love her she's also from
0: American Pie yes yeah, I love her I can't think of her name right now off the top of my head but yeah, she's amazing
1: yeah yeah
0: so good oh my gosh I can't believe we've already been talking for 48 minutes <laughs>
1: oh my god yeah we got like into some deep things wow. I like it
0: I like I it. Like it. <laughs> I th- I think this is what people are are looking for and wanting to hear. And, um, you know, some of the most listened to episodes on this are when I'm – I can't sleep at 2 a.m. and I'm just like blah, 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 blah. That's the best stuff. Um, and I, I like having these conversations where it just flows. I didn't even look at any of the questions I wrote down. Mm. <laughs> totally fine. Um, but I did want to ask you uh, one other thing about um, – hairdressers and like what's coming next and like how we are laying this foundation for the future what things do you think we could collectively be doing as hairdressers to co- to continue progressing the industry like we're all kind of doing our own individual things by you know you know work on yourself first and that's going to help um expand the collective consciousness and help push things forward but what do you think that we could do more of
1: that's going to help people? um What immediately comes to my mind is just doing more for other people, Mm -hmm. like, um, being humble and, and just reaching out like to another stylist or helping another stylist grow or whatever, whatever that means for you. But, um, I love how I always forget community over competition. I love that saying, Mm -hmm. and I feel like we need more though. Like, we yeah. need more of that, and we need more of, like, encouraging each other. I have this, like, amazing little network of stylists who I've, like, literally become, like, like I, I call it soul stylists. They're, like, my
0: yeah.
1: um, my people who I talk to on a regular basis on Instagram. I don't even know them in, in real life, but I've gotten mm-hmm. advice. I've gotten um, encouragement, you know, when I needed it, and... That needs to happen more, and I want, um, I want people to just give, and I want kindness, and just keep lifting each other. I think that's what we all need to do more of. Yes, more of that, more love. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: so you ready for the twenty question? Yes. Lending round. Uh... <laughs> yes,
1: I'm ready. <laughs> okay. What uh, are your favorite bands right now? So instead of bands, which I, I have a few, um, I have Spotify channels Ooh. because I've been obsessed with these Spotify channels. Okay. Yes. So for sure. first one is called It's All Good. So it's all alternative Ooh. rock, which is my fave. And then there's another one that's called Swagger. It has a picture like of a girl like riding a motorcycle like a badass and it's like, more like black keys, like a little bit of like like that darker rock, which is just all vibes. It's cool. It's like I don't know. It's what I'm feeling right now. Is um, it's
0: alt good with an exclamation point or no exclamation point?
1: Uh I wanna say, let me just check. I wanna say it's with an exclamation point for okay. some reason. I'm yes, it does have yes. It does. <laughs>
0: okay. I'm following them right now.
1: I love it. It's like, it's my go-to when I play in the studio now because I feel like everyone likes it. It's not like something that's like super specific to people's tastes like anyone can listen to and it's awesome. But um, band-wise, I'm like a huge, I love the Black Keys, I love the Arctic Monkeys and a newer band that I've been trying, kind of getting into um, is Alabama Shakes. Oh yeah, I love them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That girl's voice is amazing. Do you like Shaky Graves? Um, I don't know. I feel like that sounds familiar, but I don't think I listened to them.
0: I think you'd like them. You should give it a listen.
1: Yeah, There's, I'll check it out.
0: They're from Austin, Texas and uh, represent. Ooh. I don't live there anymore, but I used to.
1: <laughs> I love it there. I've been there a few times and it, it was like the best experience ever. Oh, uh, yeah. It's the coolest place ever. Um,
0: okay. That's amazing. Now I have new
1: stuff to listen to. Thank you.
0: <laughs> of course. What What are you reading right now?
1: So I'm a nerd when it comes to books. Um, <laughs> I love, like, fantasy, like, like you know, I was a huge Twilight fan back in the day. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually rereading um, a series called A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Mass. It's, like, all the feels of, like, the fantasy. Um, but as far as, like nonfiction my friend just told me that I should need to read on um, the power of now so I'm gonna check that out next
0: oh yes girl the ex- I have never read it oh god Eckhart Tolle is amazing you'll love it so good uh, yes. definitely a good book for you right now
1: too um what does your ideal day off look like self-care like I it's just something I don't do as often as I should but like relaxing, getting a facial, getting a massage, those are my favorite things to do, especially because I feel like we're always giving, giving to people mm-hmm. and doing things for people as stylists. I just like to kind of get it back a little bit. <laughs> That's my ideal day. Oh, yes. That sounds so good. <laughs> <laughs> favorite podcasts. So my favorite podcast right now, it's like all about business just because I am starting this new journey. Um The Gold Digger podcast. Oh yeah, Jenna Kutcher. Kutcher. Love Mm -hmm. her, and uh, Britt Sieva's podcast, The Thriving Stylist, is really good. Awesome. How long have you been a hairdresser?
0: A little over eleven years. In one word, how would you describe the hair industry? Evolving. What's your favorite color?
1: Like a blue green. I don't know how to describe it. It's like a... Like a teal? Yeah, like a teal. Like a teal. What is your favorite treasure? Like something you always keep with you? So (laughs) I have this denim jacket. I wear it like every time I travel and it's my favorite thing ever. My friend actually got it for me. It's from Gypsy Stitch. It's like this like beautiful embroidered jacket It's something that I wanted so much, but I never would buy myself. And she got it for um, my birthday for me. And I literally am obsessed with it. I love it so much. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: What's your favorite aroma? So recently in the studio, I've been doing lavender, lemon, and grapefruit in Mm -hmm. my diffuser. And oh my God, it's like just a beautiful smell. I
0: love
1: it. I'm super into the citrus right now. Yes. So good. What's your favorite service to facilitate behind the chair and why? Painting, definitely, mm-hmm. because it's where I feel the most creative. Favorite food? Pizza. <laughs> Can't go wrong.
0: <laughs> no. Um, what's your most used mantra? Something that you tell yourself to get your mind
1: past the hard stuff? Since I'm a worrier, Um, My mom always told me, if you can't do anything about it, don't worry about it. So I just always kind of say it is what it is. Mm. Favorite word? Science. (laughs) I don't know why. I honestly, honestly, the reason I like it so much is because, I mean, we learned cursive in elementary school but Uh like science is the best word to write in cursive because you literally don't have to take any breaks and it comes out so pretty so that's weird but
0: i this is that's my favorite question by the way i always (laughs) love to know what people's it's just a funny thing like it is i used to be a writer in high school i wrote in creative writing and i just love words i used to like look up the diction look in the dictionary to find new words just to say and uh, it's been a really fun collection. I should make like a list of
1: everybody's favorite words. You should because it's like good. it's <laughs> it's so good. Like everybody who's listening, just write science in cursive and you will know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> I'm
0: going to do that now. Do it. Uh, what
1: fascinates you? Right now, spirituality. Like I'm diving into it like full on. Hmm.
0: What do you want to see change in the hair industry?
1: Um, like I said before, I think just more love, more caring, more kindness. That's what we need, I think. Yeah, for sure. What is your message to your peers? I would say you're never stuck and you can literally change your entire career in the matter of a few weeks because that's what happened to me.
0: (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Change happens in, in an instant.
1: Yeah. Um, your favorite quote, my fee, I don't know who it's by because I found it on Pinterest and it didn't say, but my favorite quote is butterflies. Can't see their wings. They can't see how beautiful they are, but everyone else can. People are like that.
0: Mm.
1: My fave. That's good.
0: Who's the most influential person
1: in your career right now? So for the first time in my career I am Mm. Mm -hmm. who has been your most impactful mentor definitely Jamie Jamie I feel like has been such a huge uh, mentor for me she really took me under her wing and showed me how to be an educator and that I can do it Mm. who else should we interview I was thinking about this. Um, So I have two. So hair stylist-wise, Sari Paints. She is such a free spirit, and she's an amazing entrepreneur, and she's like always had a kind word for me. She's great. Um, And then spiritually, my client, Megan Toner, she has um, this podcast called The Aligned Podcast or The Aligned Life Podcast, and you guys would just be like, spiritually like radiating off each other. Oh, okay, that's totally going to happen.
0: Um, sorry <laughs> paints is that SARI? Yep. Okay. Yep. Sweet. I love it. I always like that question too because I just I love people. And I'm like, yes. I need more cool humans. Share with me all your humans that you like. Oh my god,
1: you'll love them both.
0: <laughs> oh, so good. Well, thank you Mish so much for spending this time with us. This is a great conversation. I really liked getting to know you better and, and hanging out. Me too. Thank you so
1: much for having me on. Yeah, you're welcome. Anything else you want to say to the people? Give love, give kindness, and lift each other up. And I love you guys. Yay!
0: Awesome. <laughs> thank you. And we will talk to you soon. Yes, thank you.